Praise the Lord. I really respect people who have given birth more than two times. I really respect you because I fear to be in that place. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so let's clap for those people really. Yeah. Yeah, powerful, very courageous. They will go even eight times, even 12. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. Uh, I want us to sing this song. They are watching you, marking all you do. But let us just rise up and sing it. I pray that some people know it. If we don't know, we'll sing just one verse. They are watching you, marking all you. No, give us the key. They are watching you, marking all you do, hearing the things that you say. Let them see the Savior as He shines in you. Let His power control you every day. For earth, men do different way. Lives a different way. I walk the road that the Savior trod. That all may know I live under Jesus' way. They are watching you, marking all you do, hearing the things that you say. Let them see the Savior as we shine in you. Oh, let His power draw you every day. And we look at the life I live, see the side I take, and the things I love. They judge my Lord by my every deed. They think sure on things above. They are watching. to control us every day of our lives. Father, allow your Holy Spirit to minister to us as we walk this way with you. As we walk with you, help us. Holy Spirit, we need you more than before. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Our topic is shine above reproach and it has been picked 
from the book of Philippians, Philippians chapter 2 from verse 12 to 18. We will come back to it later, uh, but let us first understand this word reproach. What is the definition of reproach? What is it about? It is a cause. It is an occasion of blame, of disrespect, of discredit, of disgrace, of shame that has been incurred. Shame. Guilt. You feel guilty for yourself. It is a conduct that is displeasurable. It's not something that you, you want to be like. It's blameworthy. You are full of blame. It needs to be amended. That situation of reproach should not be in you for a long time. It should be amended. It should be removed. It should be dealt with. It is a sort of enslavement. It's a sort of a spiritual bondage. It's not something that you want to live in, in that situation for long because it slowly kills you. It slowly kills you. But what is living above reproach? What is that? What do we understand by saying we must live we must shine above reproach. Shining above reproach meaning living above reproach. Let's look at it. Timothy says it very well. In, in, it, is, it is being blameless, being faultless, striving to be righteous, to be clean, to, re, to, to live a life that is worth living. Who doesn't want to live a life that is worth living? Brethren, we got saved. We got saved. Some people really got saved. I'm one of those people who got saved. And I'm not going backwards. Praise the Lord. And therefore, I will not allow anything to spoil my path. Because I really, really want to go to that place called heaven. I want to be there. I want to roam in heaven and go everywhere. I want to see people who have been there. I am, my, my, my mind is settled for heaven. I am around, but not really very around. Praise the Lord. I want to be there. Praise God. So, I don't want anything to distract me. I want to be on course. I want to be on course. So, I want to be blameless. I want to be faultless. 1 Timothy chapter 3 says, Here is a trustworthy thing. If anyone sets his heart on being an overseer or desires a noble task, now he must be above reproach. The husband of but one wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not given to drunkardness, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. 
And also the same with the woman who wants to serve God, who wants to oversee, who wants to do the service of God. You must be able to manage your family well and see that your children obey with proper respect. Praise the Lord. You should be above, above reproach. You should be above shame, above disgrace, above discredit. I have had testimonies here, powerful testimony. By the time someone stands here to say, I am a manager of a cell, I have benefited, he means it. Praise the Lord. He means it. Praise the Lord, brother. There are some men who's, who have cells in their homes, but they are, they are never there in the cell. They are, not, they are absent. They'll come after. They can even ring and say, are you still there in, the, in that thing? <laughs> eh? Are you still there? <laughs> because he now wants to come in style. Hmm? Praise the Lord. So, so when we hear somebody stand here and say, I have benefited. I'm no longer angry. I have forgiven. A big hand clap for Jesus Christ. That kind of person is settled to go to heaven. That kind of person has seen the difference from living in the world and living in the world but set to go to heaven. Praise the Lord. We must be different. We have heard the gospel preached from time immemorial. We have, we have been talking. We, we were born and we had people preaching up to today. People are still preaching. We must be transformed. We must be changed. We must be different. We can't come to church in and out and we remain the same. We must read the word of God and practice what the word of God says. Praise the Lord. The word of God should change us. The word of God should make us blameless. We should be above certain things. I don't have time to think about so many other things. But I have time to think about prayer. I have time to think about the word of God. I have time to think about what next to do tomorrow in the service of God. I have, I have that time. I have time to wake up in the night and pray. I have that time. And in the morning. And I'm happy because of that. I don't have time to discredit. I don't have time to do that. Praise the Lord. Because at the back of my mind, I want to go to heaven. Praise the Lord. So let us be serious with our faith. Let us do what the Bible tells us. The Holy Spirit is our helper, our supervisor, our manager. He does everything for us. You should crave to have the Holy Spirit with you and speak in the language of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit picks things from the heart of God and brings it to man. The Holy Spirit knows the will of God for you, for the church, for Uganda, for your family. He knows that should be your friend. Praise the Lord. 
So that's what, for me, that's where I'm going. Someone who is above reproach is said to, is, 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 is above blame or criticism. Is above that. Is above petty things. They shine, uh, you know, to sh you sh above means to shine above, to go beyond, to be a leader of free sinful habits, to be someone of free sinful habits, or to be someone who is not enslaved in any way, enslaved to sin, enslaved to wickedness, enslaved to uh, any kind of slavery. In the book of Joshua, chapter 5, verse 9, children of Israel had just come from an enslavement. They had come from a place of reproach. They were really, they had been brought down to less than humanity by, the, by what we read, by what we hear from the word of God, how they were punished in Egypt. They cried for 430 years. God, what did we do? Help us. Get out of this. Help us get out of this place. And it happened. And they started a long journey with Moses and eventually um, Joshua. And while they were just about to enter, now into the real place. The Jordan, Jericho. They are at Gilgal, at that place. He said, let me remove the reproach from you. Let me circumcise you. Let me make you worthy of the covenant of God. Let me do something to make you worthy. Because from now on, we are no longer slaves. From now on, we are, will be above reproach. Praise the Lord. And he circumcised them. And he pronounced, Joshua pronounced, he said, today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. Praise the Lord. Brethren, they, if there is a reproach that is lingering in your life, it's time to get rid of it and begin to live above reproach. Begin to do the work of God above reproach. Blameless, righteousness. He says, he, when he comes, if he wants to find a blameless church, a church without wrinkle, a church that is faithful. We are the people. We are the church. We should be above re reproach. We should shine. We should be different. Praise the Lord. And so, our word for salvation must be true salvation. It's not half-half salvation, no. It's full salvation. You go for it, and you wait there. You stay there. Whatever happens, you stay there. Because you have made a decision. That's why I respect the matters. Uganda matters. They made a decision. They sunk to the fires. So, brethren, this is the time for us to be decided. 
Who will be for God? Who will work with the Spirit of God? Who will hang on and be blameless up to the time God comes? I'm sure we want to be there. We want to be there. Praise the Lord. So, we have, if we are leaders in the church, we must be free of these sinful habits or behaviors that would shame us. Because to be blameless is to live in the highest standards of God that the church should emulate. The church should emulate. Praise the Lord. I want us to read, um, let's quickly read Hebrews. Uh, if we can go there. Hebrews, chapter uh, 13, verse 7. Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 7 says, Remember your, your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Remember the leaders that spoke the word. Consider the outcome of their way of life. Let us emulate people who, are in, who lived a life in the Bible. We shall later on look at them. Who lived a blameless life. Let us consider the outcome of their lives. Let us imitate their faith. This is what the word of God is saying. We have to imitate the faith of these people. I, I, we will read a, a few, um, we shall mention a few of them. Let us imitate Paul. Paul is one of them. Brethren, once you have been a leader, once you are, you are a leader, God expects a lot from you. Because now your word matters. What you say matters. Your actions matter. That's why they say, consider the way they lived. There are some people who may be leaders who are leaders, but you never hear about them anymore. From the time they were buried, they were really buried. But some people were leaders, but we still emulate their ways of life. That's what the Bible is saying. We have to live a certain kind of life beyond reproach. Means not calling for any Criticism, not calling for any uh, compromise, not living two lives. In the day you are this way, in the night you are in another place. But let's try to live righteous lives. That's what the Bible says. Above, living above, um, above our actions, above our... Uh, reproach. Colossians chapter 3. Let's look at Colossians chapter 3. It gives us another 
a highlight of this. Colossians chapter 3, I'll read, says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is in your life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. And then it says, put to death, put to death other things that make you live in reproach. Put to death, but live above. Focus, tune to heaven. Focus on things that are godly, Things that will take you to eternity. Things that matter. Praise the Lord. There are so many things around here that can entangle us. We have so many things to entangle us. And we delay on the way because of these entanglements. We delay. And we are delaying the coming of Christ. We are delaying the work of God. We are delaying evangelism. We are delaying uh, all these things because we are not even prayerful. We are not praying into what the will of God is, 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 is purposed to, to do at this time. We are not. We are delaying. We are entangled. There are so many entanglements around us. Praise the Lord. Titus chapter 1 verse 6 to 9 is talking about being boastful arrogant, you know, all the things that, you know, make one feel he's above reproach. And yet, in effect, he's very below. Arrogance is bad. Their every sin is bad. But you know, if you set yourself, you see, arrogance comes directly from the, the ministry of Satan. It's one of the gifts that Satan gives to people. He gives them arrogance, he gives them anger, gives them unforgiveness, gives them criticism, gives them accusation, gives them... Those are the gifts of Satan, if you want to know, his gifts. Hmm? Terrible gifts. And people move with them. People think they are doing the right things, but they are really practicing wickedness in the church of God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So, uh, this scripture tells us, let us set our minds up, up, not here. We have a short time to be here, but we have an eternity to be there. So which one do you choose? You want to be entangled here, where there's short life, or you want to prepare to go to the other one and live beyond reproach? Praise the Lord. So let's set our minds. Let us be serious with our salvation. You know, um, you must set your mind on things that, are, that give you the joy of your salvation. 
Things that separate you from the world. Things that make you different from the world. You have to be different. You cannot be saved and you are the same as those people who are not saved. No. You have to be different. You have to live a life that is righteous. You have to live a life that is blameless. Don't mind, you know, where God is doing a lot of work, Satan will show up. He raises a standard against the work of God. But if you are focused, if you know what to do, if you have a vision, if you know, if you relate with God in your work, you'll not be moved by anything. Praise the Lord. So let us set our minds up there, not here. Because here we have a, a short life. When we set our eyes to him, we will serve him better. We will serve God better. Because you must, in order to serve God better, you must know, you must have a vision. You must know your confines, where you, your limitations, where you stop and where you don't stop. You know, for instance, you want to serve God, first seek God. You want to serve God, not the Holy Spirit. You cannot serve God without the Holy Spirit. That's why we have a praying church. Praise the Lord that we can pray over and over 24 hours, pray, have overnights. In the past, it was not heard of. But now, we are praying overnights, 24 hours. How many hours? We have to wake up to pray in the night. Things are different. You cannot do what you used to do right now in this place. People have become too wicked. The way we talk to children, the way we talk to children that time is not the way you should talk to your children now. The children have knowledge. The children have knowledge of wicked things. For us, we didn't have knowledge of wicked things. We didn't know. Praise the Lord. So now, because of that, you must be a prayerful person. Because of that, you must be a prayerful father. You must be a prayerful mother. If you want your home to stand, you must be above reproach. Praise the Lord. You must shine above reproach. Being beyond reproach is having integrity in your personal traits. Integrity. You must have your own integrity. You know, Satan also knows a person who doesn't have integrity. So he, he likes to, to just work with that person easily. But if you have integrity, he has to think a lot how to come to you. He will not just come. So you must have your own personal traits. Paul was telling Colossians that seek to know Christ in his fullness so that you'll be able to go and dwell where he is and that his spirit will dwell in you even while you are still here. Seeking God is a matter of urgency now. You must know God properly now because there are so many things coming. When you look at that war, the Ukraine war, you, you look at it 
and you say, oh God, you gave these people wisdom to destroy one another. You gave these people wisdom. And where is the wisdom now? And you wonder. And they are ready to continue. They are smashing, destroying, and doing all these things. That's when you know that it is time to seek God. Now. And I was hearing them making comments. Oh, this is now the onset of Third World War. Oh, you know, those countries that uh, cannot manage this war, they are going to suffer more. As if we understand the reasons why they were fighting real. So now, they are talking about us indirectly. But we have God with us. And that is why we must pray. Those same people were saying we will die like, uh, like rats on, in the streets and what because of COVID. But we went on the other side of prayer. And our God protected us. Praise the Lord. So, it is time to pray. That's what I'm saying. It is time to shine above reproach. It is time to understand God better. It's time to read the word of God and put it in practice. Praise the Lord. Because Christ really, we appreciate him. He came, died for our sake, and now uh, he lives so that we can gain. Praise the Lord. So there are several ways you can set your mind to the heavenly goals. When we reach, read this uh, scripture in Colossians chapter 3, it says, put off the old. We need to put off. If we are going to shine above reproach, we must put off the old. We must put off the old self. Two, put on a new self. As saved person, put on a new self. People should not see that you are talking the same language that you were talking before you got saved. People should not see that you, there is no difference. You are, you are just the same person who, who is now just claiming to be on the other side, but actually, you are not. People should see actions. No one should say anything against you when your actions are speaking for you. Praise the Lord. So, be ruled by the peace of Christ. Oh my goodness. Uh, it says in verse, uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 3, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts since you are members of one body and you are called to peace. There are some people who are still born again and they don't have peace. Please, if you don't have peace, you need to pray. You need also to be helped to pray. If you don't have, you are not a peaceful person. You know? You, you are so disturbed. You are restless in, in spirit. I think the worst thing to happen to a person is to be restless in the spirit. 
because you'll be doing this and then there's nothing really coming. You touch there, you have touched there, you have hit here, you are disturbing people, you are doing, because you are restless spiritually. You should have peace. And where God has put you, have peace. If you don't have peace in that place, there's need for prayer. Another thing that must, this uh, scripture is teaching us is encourage one another. Encourage one another. We need to encourage one another. I tell you there are issues, there are problems. People have needs, spiritual needs, physical needs. We need to encourage one another. And the best way we can do it is what this church is doing. Doing it through prayer. What an encouragement. You hear one word. You see the prayer. I heard someone say, ah, Reverend Jaffu said something on Sunday, and that was me. Praise the Lord. Didn't you hear that? That is it. How would you hear it? You hear things from prayer. You get encouragement from prayer. Praise the Lord. That's why we, the church must be praying. Because people are in trouble every day. People are in trouble. When I leave my phone at night, it means I cannot sleep. Another phone has come. Please pray for me. Now this has happened. Another one. Another one. Until when I get tired, I switch off now. Hmm? Praise God. Because now I won't sleep. I won't, you know. Hmm. Praise the Lord. So, be happy that we have a praying church. Be happy that we have learned to pray. In the past, you didn't even know, uh, uh, where do I take my problems? And you end up taking your problems to a false prophet. A person who is waiting to exploit you, to take your money, to take something from you, and he will claim that he will pray for you. Or to a witch or wherever. So, it's better to have a praying church than a church that is not praying and people are stranded. People are all over the place. They come to church and they have not benefited anything. So now, when people are praying constantly, they come to church because they want to feed on more and they want to hear more, they want to be encouraged more, and they will go and do the prayers themselves. Praise the Lord. This is the objective of a praying church. So, do everything in the name of Christ. Do everything in the name of Christ. Praise the Lord. So, there are some people, because of uh, their current situation, they may, be not, they may not be allowed to serve as a leader in the church because of their current situations. For instance, polygamous situations may not allow you to take a leadership position, but as long as you have turned to Christ, you'll be allowed to do other things. There is so much to do. You'll be allowed to, to go and serve in different capacities. You'll be allowed to help 
people who are in need. But for you now, in that situation, to be a leader is not good because it's not really uh, an exemplary situation as a Christian. But listen to me. If you used to be wicked, if you used to do bad things, if you were a drunkard before, if you, before you met Christ, and now you met Christ, and you changed, and you are living above reproach, you will become a leader. Praise the Lord. Because now you are a new self. You have put on a new self. You are no longer an old self. I hope that you have understood that. So, everybody is important in the church. Especially if your life has been transformed. Especially if you are living above reproach. Praise the Lord. So, I don't want to so much talk about elders and leadership and all that. But let me, as I begin to um, close, just give a few examples of models from the Bible. Abraham, for instance, you know where he came from. He came from Ur of the Chileans, an idolatrous foundation. But from the time he met God, Abraham became the father of faith. Abraham loved God. Abraham was a friend of God. Abraham raised altars for God everywhere he went. He suppressed those wicked altars. By the way, an altar of God suppresses wicked altars in the place. So, people who are praying and they have raised an altar of prayer 24 hours, how many hours in a community, they will suppress wickedness around the place. Praise the Lord. So that's the example we get from Abraham. Moses was a deliverer, living above reproach. He was a humble man. He stood in the gap. Don't look at Moses as the other murderer. Things changed. From the time he met, he had an encounter with God on Mount Sinai. Things changed. Moses became a deliverer. You can become what you never expected. If you want, if you choose to let God transform your life. If you choose to allow the Holy Spirit. Some people talk against the Holy Spirit. Sorry, I, I don't want to talk. I was not told to talk about the Holy Spirit. Let me stop there. But I, I just want to say sorry for you because you don't understand. Let me stop there. Now, Noah had God's voice telling, giving him instructions. Go do this ark. Make this ark. Create, uh, build an ark. I am going to bring a flood. He just heard and he did it, living above reproach. And when indeed the flood came, and those other people, they were swallowed, and Noah was rescued because of his obedience with his family. And there are so many models. David rose from nobody, 
to a hero, from a shepherd boy to a hero. By the act of killing Goliath and anointing that he received as a shepherd boy, David's life never remained the same. We too can become like David. We can live above reproach. Mary, the mother of Jesus, humble, in her humble state, a virgin, only waiting for a marriage. And then she becomes a mother of Jesus Christ. You know the story very well. We have heard this story over and over. It's a living story. It's what we believe, and it happened. And look, can you now contest that? Can you now say, Holy Spirit, you people, Holy Spirit is bad. He made uh, Mary pregnant. Yeah, because if you talk against the Holy Spirit, then that's what you are saying. Hmm? Praise God. Job was a wonderful man. He persevered to great fame. Perseverance. Blameless. Even when his children, he thought his children have sinned, he would still ask for mercy, ask for forgiveness from them. That's what we are expected to do. Praise the Lord. Uh, sometimes when I call my children at 10 o'clock, Mom, what are you checking? What is it? What's the problem? I said, no. I thought you are still my child, and I want to know, how are you? Eh? <laughs> we are still working together. Don't leave me behind. I also want to know what's happening in your life, and, and we move together. Is it bad? Have I done bad? No, I know. You, I said, no, 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 no. I just called. How are you? Where are you? Uh-huh. Where are you? Why? <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah, we are supposed to move. Ruth, hmm? a young widow, eventually comes up and she's in the lineage of Jesus Christ. Joshua, from a humble servant of Moses to becoming a heir to Moses, to leading people to becoming such a powerful general. All these people, Daniel and all these great people, all these men and women, they lived above reproach. In order to carry an anointing that God has given you, you need to live above reproach. There are so many things you have to drop off. Praise the Lord. And, and, and that's where now we, we come to our text in Philippians uh, chapter 2, verse 17. It says, uh, but even if I am being poured out like a drink offering on the, on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I am glad and rejoice with all of you. So you too should be glad and rejoice with me. Paul was being poured out. He gave out all, all that he could. Poured out like a sacrifice. He, was, he had done everything he could. He became a sacrifice so that we can stand on this faith today. 
And he was ready to go. He was ready to die. Praise the Lord. So, sacrifice is very important in our search for shining above reproach. We need to sacrifice a lot of things. You are, right now, you are sacrificing time. You know, you should be doing several things, but you are here. You want to hear the word of God. You want to be transformed. You want life not to be the same. You want to be identified as a Christian. I am hurrying today. I'm closing office early because I am rushing to church. I know here there are people, church is part of their life. A big hand clap to the Lord. (laughs) Now, because without church, what would you do? You'd be out there looking for what? Eh? Going on God race and, and looking for unnecessary things. Eh? Looking for functions and where to spend money. And I tell you, but church gives you the best option of life. Praise the Lord. We really give thanks to Jesus Christ. Because I don't know, how would you be? How would you be if you didn't know church? That's why we must insist that our children know church. Our children come along. Our children must be taught. The way you are being taught, also your children should be taught. That's why the home cell is good. Because some information from here is going direct there to other people who have not come. Praise the Lord. So we need to be transformed in character and pouring out love for God and for others. This is an attitude of humble submission and sacrifice. We need to be pouring out love. We need to be pouring out goodness. The name of God is goodness. We should be giving out goodness. We should be giving out love, forgiveness, and all these things. We should be sharing the word of God. Praise the Lord. Shall we rise up and just say a short prayer? I know someone else is coming to pray. In our prayer right now, in our short response, I'd like you to ask God to help you come out of reproach and begin to live a life above reproach, shining above reproach. A life that is exemplary, a life that is godly, a life that makes a difference between us and other people out there in the world or pagans if you want to see. I want you to speak to God because God wants to hear everyone's voice. Can you speak out to God and talk to him and tell him, Lord, God, I want to be transformed. Transform me, my father. Change me. I want to live above reproach. I want to be exemplary. I want to be like those men and women who walked with you, who worked with you who are with you. Lord, change my thinking, my mindset to prayer. Change my mindset to prayer. Help me to pray 
and understand your will and know your will for me, for the church, for Uganda, for my family, for my workplace and everything and my friends. Lord, help me. Transform me, Lord. This is my opportunity, my Father. I have heard your word, but may your word become real in me. May your word transform my heart. May your word transform my home. May your word make me understand your word through the power of the Holy Spirit. My Lord and my God, we need you in this place. We need you, my Lord. We need you, my God. I need you more than before, my Father. Because things are tough. There are so many distractions. There are so many entanglements around us. Father, there are so many accusations. There are so many, the devil is raising a standard. But my Lord and my God, my Father, we want to stand and to stand firm so that when the day of temptation comes, we shall stand, we shall withstand. Thank you, my Father. We give you praise and honor. We bless you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 We receive this message, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, that, Lord, it may set in our hearts. We bless your servant that has spoken this word. Lord, that each one of us will now climb ladders, Lord, to reach the place of operating as faithful children that you have appointed in this season. It's a hard season. It's a season of so many things going on that we have never seen. But keep us firm in the faith to live above reproach that the world will not make a reference on us, Lord but that the world will say that these are sons and daughters of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Give God a mighty hand clap. I want to thank the Reverend Canon Christian Shimania for the message.